Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hi, I'm Heather Renee May, and this is Flipping Dreams Podcast. One, two, three, four. Flipping Dreamers, welcome back. And this week, I'm super excited to share with you. Um, I am on site at Camp Finfo in Waco, Texas with Paul and Caroline Lassitanola, and they are the owners and founders of Camp Vintage Camper Trailer hey. Magazine. You all have been running this magazine for like over a decade. We've been doing the magazine for a dozen years and probably the vintage trailering for 15 all together now. So we're old that, school in it now. That is so cool. Well, I want to hear how you all got it. How did this start for you all? So I grew up in Alaska and we had um, moved to Cal Well, I moved to California and met Paul. We were married and we had two babies and I wanted them to love the outdoors as much as I grew up loving the outdoors. And we also didn't really know what to do with these two tiny little people. And um, so we decided camping would be a good place to start. And Paul one day came home. He was always been a hot rodder and had hot rods and old cars. And one day our neighbor had an old trailer for sale. And Paul came home, he had bought an old trailer. And that's how we started. I, I took the old trailer and, and thought it would look cool with my car and then people would stop us and comment how oh that's cool and I thought yeah I guess it is pretty cool and and so I wrote an article for just a little um, local hot rod magazine that told people when the car shows were and it was just a little newsprint thing and I I wrote an article and people started calling me telling me oh we've got old trailers too and I thought how can you have old trailers I just invented this this is you know because <laughs> I'd never seen one I never paid attention to one I you know had no interest in and so, long story short, they invited us out to just a small gathering, and probably within a, a year from that time, uh, we had a rally at that same park where they invited us. And we just kind of went along with what the park was doing and had a dozen people show up and meet us there and camp. And within three to four years, we were renting the entire park. And it was 300 sites. Um, it was now our event. It wasn't the park's event anymore. And, and the park was called Tower Park Marina. And they had this event called Tower Fest. Well, when the park quit doing it and we took it over, we called it Trailer Fest. And so to this day, along with the magazine brand that we have, the Vintage Camper Trailers, we also have the Trailer Fest Rally circuit that we do half a dozen or so rallies in California mostly we are in Waco Texas right now but mostly in California with 100 to 300 trailers at each of them so that's a big part of what we do too but I still write for the cruising news every month for 15 years I've written about trailers and cars for for them and then we decided hey that's cool for the cars let's start something for the trailers and so we started copied their format copied everything started our little rag it was a little newsprint newsletter and then the first time that we did a special edition glossy edition it just took off and so we never went back to the newsprint and now it's just a little magazine a hobby magazine people contribute from all over the u.s to it and, that is and so cool. yeah and it survived over a dozen years a print magazine 
I was so. going to say, because I feel like magazines have kind of gone and, you know, had an evolution that's kind of ebbed and flowed. Um, and one of the things that I love, I had interviewed uh, Janine Pettit from Girl Camper. Mm -hmm. And of course, she got into the magazine biz a couple, three years ago now. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's so interesting that, like, a lot of us really do love magazines. And we love, like, I use them for inspiration boards. I'll cut out pictures and put them in journals. There's but, still something different between being on Facebook and being in print. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. still, it's different. And especially when you're in a, in a retro vibe, you know, when you're in a vintage space, magazines are vintage now. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's true. So it's, uh, it's still a cool thing. You can't take Facebook with you and boondock in your trailer a lot of times, but you can have magazines in there. And Isn't that them. great? And they last forever, so. I love that. So, um, are you both equally invested in uh, magazines, trailers? Tell me, like, <laughs> I think equally invested. We definitely have our own lanes and our own personalities and what and our own specialties. My husband is a dreamer. He has, from the day I met him, he has visions of what something can look like finished. Our house was a complete dump when we bought it and it had to be completely, but he could see what it would look like 20 years later. And it does look like that now, it's beautiful. We love our little house, but most people would never see the potential. And Paul has always had that ability. And so when we do these events, he sees this massive production and he makes it happen. I, I'm behind the scenes, I do the logistics, I do the numbers. And then when we get to the rallies, I know the people. He knows the trailers. And I know the people, we always had a joke when our kids would rally with us that we would have, um, our daughter knew the dogs, our son knew where the free food was, I knew the people, and Paul knew the trailers. So we all do bring something different to the business for sure. I, I love this so much because um, I think it does, it's like so special to have that sort of union. I was talking to Ethan Langley from American RV Restoration yesterday. Mm -hmm. And he was talking, you know, he and his wife do all this. And it's just amazing what you can accomplish if you have the right aligned partnership. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's so cool. Um, but also, like, I guess I wanted to go back. Yesterday was my first trailer fest with you all coming in. Um, and I just got to go visit um, some of the trailers. And, like, there, it was so interesting that if there were all different types, that mm -hmm. some of the trailers were just like the way that the all the details and all the work that had been done um there was one couple and um i can't think of their names off the cheryl and uh in the red kind of tear steve is steve and cheryl yes sharon oh no so this no cheryl and dick cheryl okay and dick. okay okay they um anyway sorry i can't remember <laughs> but they but they had this really gorgeous that he had done all of the woodwork or mm -hmm. all of the metal work on it and mm -hmm. the entire galley was like stainless steel mm -hmm. it was oh and the arrow plate yeah yes. yeah yeah so um anyway i i wonder like for me it was really interesting like i don't i'm not super into vintage trailers mm -hmm. but i find i think people's enthusiasm for them and all of the tension and all the work that goes into them makes it worthwhile to like a lot of the people that do the restorations are very artistic and creative and they're do-it-yourselfers, a lot of them. And and we always, our claim to fame right inside the magazine, it says that we're non-denominational because some people get very caught up in the Airstreams or the Shastas or sure. the this or the that. And, and, and we never wanted to be that. We wanted to be more of a clearinghouse of, you know, we, we always say, the trailers bring us together the people keep us coming back and nice. because it's just it, we could we have a cardinal rule at our events there's never a competition about a trailer there's never. no judging there's no people's choice there's no oh, trophy nice. for because a guy like ethan would take the trophy or the right. guy with the aeroflight that's got a trailer that's super rare and super beautiful and then they win every time and then people get discouraged jealous and yeah. you know think they can't bring their little six hundred dollar trailer yeah so so we've just avoided that we kind of follow the you know what we see in the car hobby and a lot of car hobbyists i hate to say it are bitter and sit there and oh my car is better than that and all that and we just want the trailer thing to be about the camping and the people and the relationships and the trailers are and fun the but yeah because it really is, we, we it becomes family. We're here in Texas for the first time, 
And it is the same group of people, even though we've just met most of these people for the very first time, they're the same people we camp with in other places. We all have this desire to be out, enjoy. We have a passion for old. We, I mean, I was just talking to Shelly and to Ethan's wife, Amanda, about their people. And you get to know everybody's needs. You know who needs to be close to the bathroom. You know who needs to have a dog run next to their trailer. You get to know it. And it really is about a community. And our society is desperate and searching for those human connections. And fortunately, in our hobby, we have that. We have so many great connections people that we met in the trailer group are like grandparents to my children and taught my kids different things so we really do have something that um is desired it it's so true ethan brought that up yesterday and i find that such a recurring theme and something that drew me so i got into rv full-time during covid uh -huh. Because I, otherwise I was going to be stuck in my house working mm -hmm. remotely, never seeing anyone but Dottie. And she honestly <laughs> is sick of talking to me. <laughs> so oh my I God. noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I had a little RPOD 189. And so I took it on the road. And when I went to the campsites, we could all be, you know, socially distanced, but they were packed. And people, you all of a sudden, you have that sense of community. People are giving you tips and pointers. They're sharing their food. They're inviting you over for yes. drinks. Everywhere They're, we go. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, sometimes it's a little too much input if you're an introvert like <gasps> me and you kind of like want to hide. You know, that's not really a, a thing you can do in camper life. But it's so invaluable. And I think that the way our culture has gone towards walls and, and, and siloing and cutting people off out of for whatever reasons. I think that we're really hurting for that. And people are just looking for something to go do, you yeah. know, other than sit at the boob tube and stare at that all day, you know, to get out and actually do things. And, you know, that's what we do with our events is we provide an in-person opportunity to get T together with like-minded people. Tell me a little bit about the format of your event, because I only came yesterday at the, yeah. like, the tail end. Like, yeah. how, so this yeah. is a, this was a brand new thing. And this really, I mean, it was a, we took a swing at it with the park and it was fine and it was good and the park here is beautiful but our typical event is a hundred to three hundred trailers so it's massive mm -hmm. and typically people come in thursday or before and over the course of thursday through saturday we have oh my gosh everything from bingo games to crafts to workshops on how to restore trailers um I mean, silly stuff, competitions, tournaments, horseshoe things. I mean, there can be events going on three or four through the park, parades. I mean, just dress all up. kinds of silliness. A lot of it's dress-up related. Our events, and, and more and more we see events doing this, but our events have always been heavily themed. So we just got through with our spaghetti oh. western feed. So Thursday night we had a spaghetti feed. Oh, that's And fun. then we watched um, Clint Eastwood movies. Yeah on the big screen and then we had a country western band dance one night with root beer floats and everybody dressed up like urban cowboys i mean it was hilarious and it's That's just fun. good clean family fun um, yeah and and we've done we're next year we'll do our christmas in the trailer park theme again um we've done a wedding theme where we did wedding vow renewals with elvis presley as the, <laughs> as the officiant and tiered cakes and tuxedos and so it's it's everything from dress up and decoration around the theme and then just silly camping and and activities going on all weekend we have food trucks at some events we usually have live music uh dances on saturday mm -hmm. night so so for us that's more what our typical one looks like now now as far as people who can come and join and sign up for this do, do they have to have a vintage trailer or can they just well, be interested and have a trailer or the, the the new vision so a lot of the campgrounds um we can fill with vintage and so it is it is a vintage trailer show and so if we've only got a hundred or two sites it's probably going to be mostly vintage and we are trying to find locations like camp finfo where we can do a much more inclusive, um, we're doing South Lake Tahoe next year for the first year, and we've got over 300 sites there, and so we will have spaces for new trailers. But a lot of the appeal is the vintage, the and vintage, so we've got, yeah. to, we've got to keep a lot of that. But we do want to involve, because 
there are people that are interested. They want to do the dress up. They like the vibe, but they just don't happen to own an old trailer yet. Yeah. And so we want them to come too. And so more and more, we're looking for those types of venues. I think it would be funny, a business idea for someone, you know how they do those wraps for cars or, mm -hmm. or trailers that they could have a wrap on a new trailer that looks like a vintage. <laughs> I, I actually, so, so at home, because of the big events, we have an events trailer. And so we have a 24 foot car hauler. And that's my vision is if I could make it look like an old trailer. So I don't have a big white box in the middle of my event. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We carry all of our own griddles and cups and coffee makers. And oh, wow. you know, so, so our whole yeah. thing, we can set up right in the aisle of a row and do a pancake breakfast for 500 people oh, that's right in the middle of the trailers. Wow. So, I yeah. said he dreams big. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that is that is impressive. And how many now? How many rallies do you have or trailer fests do you have a year? Like so we did about eight this year. Um, we're doing some bigger ones, and and some of them were one offs this year. So we've got uh, six next five, year, five, five local, and, and then and then our event in uh, Florida. So six on the books right now. Wow, that's a so, lot. Yeah, it's a pretty good mix, and we've got some fantastic. I mean, we're in Pismo Beach, South Lake Tahoe, mm. Buellton. Uh, San Dimas, which is LA Pomona area, and, a and we've just got great venues now. I mean, finally this year we feel like, okay, that's awesome. You know, that's great spaces. That is so cool. And Camp Info has been a pleasant surprise because we had never been here, and um, you know, this has been a pleasant surprise too. So it's a really big park, and for, for those massive. of you, yeah, for those of you listening and haven't been here or to another Camp Info, because a lot of them are pretty similar. The one here in Waco. There has to be over 350 sites. 215 acres, but there's there's not as many sites as you'd think yet, but they they could camp way more than that. There's so many open spaces still, yeah. and you know, he that could be boondocking. It was far less oh, sites than I thought but for this so, site. there's so many cabins. Yeah, there's so cabins, cabins, there's open spaces. Yeah. So lots of it's huge. Yeah. And lots of family events, a lot, a lot of family entertainment, the pools, the yeah. games. They have it, we're sitting in Squirrely's Tavern, uh, and they have like a food set up where people can come up and order pizzas and sandwiches and stuff, and the food is good. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. good. Uh, and I'm in a full bar. I mean, it's crazy here. Yeah. I've never seen something like this. So. I, I stayed here when my trailer, I was waiting for my fifth wheel to get uh, fixed last year when the roof blew off. <laughs> I was here for a couple months, and when, and it was it had just opened. They were still figuring things out, and it was pretty much empty. And it was like amazing to have like, you know, get off work at five and I go, okay, Dottie, come on, we're going to go to the pool and I'm going to swim up to the dive bar, <laughs> get a margarita and relax, nice. you know? So yeah, it was, it was nice to have all the amenities. Yes. So did you stay in a cabin? No, I was in my fifth wheel, but um, I couldn't use the air conditioner in the stateroom because I had, so, and it wasn't, so it was eight weeks. I had to go someplace eight weeks that wouldn't rain. And the only place I could get RV armor in the country within that time was Denton, Texas. So I came here because I knew it'd be pretty dry and and this park had just opened. It was pretty affordable at the time. And then, um, yeah, I had to turn off the, if I had the AC on, so it was summer, it was hot and the AC would, it would drip, the drain would drip into the bedroom. And so oh, we're, yeah. So what did have the uh, membrane had separated Separate. and yeah, ballooned up and separated and drifted off the roof basically. So it was pretty, yeah, yeah, no, it was, I have post-traumatic stress. Yeah, stress disorder, <laughs> even talking about it. it was so much stress and it was, all my stuff was there. I mean, this is my full-time rig and. Um, this is your home. Yeah, and I think, and it was, and then winter was coming and I was just like, I think I, I need, I need to take a break from the road full-time. So found a house and got the roof on and found a lovely couple from Mississippi that loved, that wanted exactly my rig and came up and got it. It's great. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it worked out well. Um, I definitely miss having a rig, being around all the trailers last night, maybe online. I think my next thing though, I want to do, um, like a camper van. Yeah. I would love to find like a European camper van because their setup is so much nicer. They can still fit in a parking lot, but they're a little bit bigger than the camper vans huh. we have here. So I'm trying to I would like to camper van that. too. Yeah. That very much appeals Paul to me. Wants yeah. everything. Well, that too. I mean, I had three rigs. In two and a half years, I had an, an R-Pod 189, an Imagine 22, and then the Solitude 2930 because I wanted to try everything. <laughs> so, yeah. 
But now I don't have a truck, so I can't tow anything, which is probably a good thing because I would buy something. (laughs) Yeah, you better get a truck first. (laughs) You'll find the right thing. Yeah. It always happens at the right time. Yeah. It There's does. seasons. But it, but it definitely, it's inspiring to me. Like, just being around um, everyone, there's something about, well, first of all, just seeing vintage trailers give you that whiff of, like, travel and adventure, and it's really kind of kitschy and fun. But then being around other people and talking about RV stories, and it's like, yeah, it just, it makes you miss the community, miss the sense of, like, I can just get up and go somewhere. And that's also something I was telling Ethan yesterday. I was like, it's not, it's one thing if you have vintage something vintage you've restored that just sits there mm-hmm. but these people are driving all over the country no, with these i mean it's like amazing we have friends here from reno yeah that, are, that followed from, us out here and from mike and deb drove 1800 miles to come be here this weekend and now they're going from this rally to our pismo rally so they're just and they were at our oregon house rally so they left oregon house they went to nevada city for another rally and then they drove here for this one and now they're going back to california for their next one and then back home to nevada see so and they use it and but that's what causes you to have memories yes. if you talk to most of these people um they have an emotional connection to rallies yes they have something in their past that they think it's really special Mm -hmm. they either went camping with their grandparents their parents would take them out with their brothers and sisters you know whatever it is there's this emotional connection to the hobby somewhere somewhere on the long the line definitely it makes a lot of sense because for me i grew up uh we did a lot of van road trips cross country because my dad was an artist and we were delivering sculptures and then and we're from the northwest so we would go out to Colorado and stuff. And then my grandparents were the ones, they had the 42-foot Itasca motorhome that they would take me and my cousin to, you know, give my parents a break. We were kids <laughs> and go cruise all over. They, they were always traveling somewhere. So I think from all of that, like, I, I definitely had a love, some really warm memories, some, you know, just, it's, a spe- it's something so special. And I'm glad that more people are doing it. Um, but I hope that I hope more people have those types of good experiences and and see it for rather than like, you know, sometimes you, you find that or I found that um, uh, some camper like people that go to RV parks and they kind of they they'll go full time, they'll lock in, they kind of set it up like it's their house. They'll get annoyed if people are around and you're kind of like, OK, that's kind of missing the whole point. Right. Of, of, yeah, of we make fun of those allowed. people all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think some people really like with us, the vintage part is such a big part of it, too. So you've got yeah, you've got the camping part and all that. But like for me, I don't even know if I'd camp a whole lot. I mean, you know, we've got a little bit of property and stuff. And so when we're at home, we're further away from people than we are in a campground. And so, 100%. you know, that vintage connection, that, that, that old soul that really has that connection too is, is a big part of what we do. And, um, you know, back before this got so popular, it was real affordable too. So yeah. you could, you know, and, and they're still out there. I mean, they're still, you can get trailers for next to nothing. And a lot of the work you can do yourself and, and clean them up. I and, think the harder part is finding where to park them because the parks have gotten really expensive. So yeah, a lot of times and, and, um, especially where we're from, I mean, it's nothing now to be over a hundred dollars a night. Yeah. I mean, and that makes for an expensive rally when you paying for a few nights and then a rally yes. fee to afford vans and fuel yeah. and all the stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's not, it's not always as cheap, especially the types of events we do. That's not always your cheapest way to go camping for sure, but it's nice. I but mean, it is nice. nice once in a while. And again, you're making memories and like, you know, if you think about what you'd spend on airfare, what you'd spend staying in a hotel, Airbnb, whatever, it's something going else. Going to a stinking concert for yeah. a couple hours, you know, is a couple Go to the grocery dollars. store, honestly. Well, <laughs> that's, that's part of the problem is you still have to go to the grocery store, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, so, it's true. Yeah, but. Uh, it's, it's good though. I, I just remember we had an open house and that's where you came yesterday where people can come in and look at the vintage trailers. And Super fun to poke around in people's trailers. And, and that's really something special about our community because people really do invite you in. Come see what we've done. Come enjoy mm-hmm. what we love. Where sometimes in other hobbies it's like don't touch, don't look, don't don't get near this. The, I remember when we had babies and our kids would just be like so excited and 
every trailer they go in, someone would give them a sucker or this and put them in their car to take a picture. And so it's a real family using, like you had yeah. mentioned earlier. And so we were at an open house and this gentleman walked into my Shasta and he's over six foot tall and he's my friend now. I love him so much, but he had tears going down his cheeks. Every cheek makes me tear up thinking about it. And it was the same trailer that he, kind of trailer that he and his father had traveled across the country with when he was like 12 years old. And he had just lost his dad. And it's just like that emotional feeling of those things. Yeah. And we've had, we've had people come and sit in our trailers and show us pictures of that trailer that they had camped in across the country with their families or grandma had. So it's pretty, I love that part. I love the stories. I love the connection. That's so special. It's, it, it really is special. Just like, um, talking, you know, when Ethan was talking about restoring, he's like, you know, kind of restoring people's dreams. He's like, mm -hmm. allow, you know, allowing people to live the dream. Mm -hmm. And I think that that there's something so beautiful about, um, having, giving people a sense of hope and a sense of comfort and like in those memories or creating new memories from, especially in, a day and age when it's pretty there's a lot of negative news there's a lot of negative stuff out there so um you know and a lot of throwaway like so too. much so much of our society is like oh, it doesn't work throw it away we'll get anyway and because it's cheaper and so when you bring something back that's worth saving and it's just a piece of art in and of itself yeah that is so special. that you can use mm -hmm. it really is special are, are there any moments or anything that really surprised you in your journey along the way? Like any, anything that like you didn't expect when you I, I, were going into I this? I always say that the revelation that I have, you know, we've got this community and you know, I've always been a car guy, you know, there's car shows and there's always car guys and, and I get that. But then you think, oh, there's trailer guys, you know, and that's weird. and and. But every trailer guy has some other weird thing that he's into. And there's mini bike guys. There's, you know, I mean, you could pick anything and there's a group if that's what you want to go do. There's a group for everything. And it's just, that that's what I think is funny is that pick what you want to do. There's a group out there that you can join in and do it. And part of that, you know, the internet has made that more connective to where you can be involved. but. There is a crazy group for, you know, vintage trailers are nothing. That's not even weird anymore. There's a lot, lot stranger stuff out there than that. Oh, yeah. And I think the thing that, that's most important, though, is like finding those groups or meeting in person, meeting up in person, because you just cannot replicate the the campfire stories, the wandering, the, the nope. kind of chats and the wandering down the road so between trailers. That is trailers. why we are in Waco, Texas. You've got to show up yeah. and shake hands and know people. You know, I've, I've interacted with Ethan for months. I don't know that we've ever actually talked on the phone. It's texts, it's messages, it's this, it's that. Well, I mean, it's like an old friend when you meet him face to face, you know, And mm -hmm. but, but we wouldn't have a relationship if I didn't show up. You know, you just yeah. can't do it all online or on the phone. Or you've got you've got to, to get up, up and go. Yeah. And I even told, there's people here that had never been to a rally before. And so I, would, I was talking to them and they're like, well, what do we do? I said, you walk around, you see a fire, you go up and you put your chairs down. Everybody wants you to come join them. I said, you can't hesitate because they're, they're probably not going to go drag you from your trailer, but you are always welcome. We to had somebody it. tell us, yeah, you know, seems like this other rally we went to is real clicky. Everybody had their friends and their fire and stuff. I said, well, that's on you. You got to walk up and grab a chair and sit down. They're not they're not ignoring they you yeah that's you've you know, got that, to go make the effort that is a really good tip because i think that like anywhere that that can be mm -hmm. the case and it's really hard to feel especially if you're new to this mm -hmm. it is super easy to feel excluded mm -hmm. and so i love that's a really good tip those Just folks they up. met at the pool they didn't know right last night they came to the fire oh, no, afterwards no, that, that, group. that was that they're traveling nurses and they're actually staying in a cabin and we were all watching music last night. Well, they drove them down to the campfire. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, nice. But that's not always the case. You're not always going to have Ethan and Amanda there to take you to their campfire. You have to, like you would tell your kids, you have to be different. You have to put yourself out there. And it's hard. It is hard. But I think also that points out something, too, that 
the more that you go and you're part of it too, you can also be that ambassador and that person yes. to help bring new people in as well. I think it is something that you pass along. Yeah. Yes. So, you know. Yeah. And that is our goal and it's so fun to see young people because a lot of our clientele are older. You know, they mm -hmm. love the vintage. But now we, we're seeing younger families with kids and, and we love that because that ensures that the next generation is going to enjoy Somebody's going to want all this stuff. You yeah. Know? yeah. Somebody's got to continue to want Absolutely. old trailers. I feel like, I just feel like, I can't imagine a world where people wouldn't want them. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's such a, it's a I don't know, they're, they're, they're just so iconic and like everyone sees a Shasta or sees a, you know. Yeah. It's, but that's because you're our people. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people think like, they are so weird. Like some of my. We, we have come across another, another funny thing is the, you know, when you tell people you do vintage trailers, you get a couple of responses. The first is, oh, you mean like Airstreams? That's right. always the There's first that. thing they say. Yes. And the other ones kind of cock their head and look at you and go, vintage, what? And, and they just do not get it. And we've learned, we don't try to rope them in. We don't try, you know, they just don't, it's not their thing. Mm -hmm. and, and other people, usually the ones that say, you mean like Airstreams, they do get it and they want to know more. And, and, but you can see that switch. And we used to try to sell people on the idea back early on. Oh, well like, yeah, no, they're really cool. And, anymore if they don't get it they just don't get it yeah and, yeah and i feel like there's there's there, i think people that love vintage trailers it's not just like the age it's like it is the craftsmanship it's the woodwork it's the details it's like the carving like handmade things that were made exclusive like i saw um there was like a headboard that was handmade that was rounded handmade in wood that opened up and had like storage in it there's something that you couldn't just buy anywhere it had to be custom made there's a lot of details about vintage trailers that back in the day that's how they made them and we so. always refer to them as old souls because they do like the old cars they do like the old motorcycles they do like the yeah. it's not just about the trailers it's most of our people anything that reminds them of the past mid-century mainly and yeah. honestly a lot of our people are old car guys yeah and yeah. their wives finally said i'm not going to another car show <laughs> with you ever again and so then they get the vintage trailers and they're all in <laughs> because at our last rally it was sprinkling all the girls brought their sewing machines up a couple, a of, the ladies, a couple of the ladies taught we were up in the lounge lodge lodge six hours two like, dozen sewing machines sewing making pumpkins visiting playing card games you know and that is amazing we, so we do ukulele lessons at a lot of our events and <laughs> and they've been going on now for several years and so some people are really learning how to play the ukulele but we can do ukulele lessons and and it wouldn't fit in this room we can have 65 people in there taking oh, ukulele, ukulele lessons that's ryan, it's hilarious ryan in morning i mean ryan is a ukulele aficionado and he just he's a really quiet guy super nice and he's like well i'll do it as long as you want me to like, <laughs> why don't you do and that is great i love that it's and like now he sends out the music sheets before the rally so they can practice and then you can come see and so at the at the spaghetti western themed <laughs> event it was uh -huh. all western music so he taught oh. western music you know so we try to tie in everything from the food to the movie to the costumes so guess what we get to do in two weeks what pickles that's our thing pickles Pickle it ball. sounds strange, I tell you. Okay, are people going to dress like pickles? So, oh, uh, yes. Listen, people will, people we got like to fill some time here. So. Um, <laughs> no, we don't so, want to fill time. So, so last year, I just like rolled over one night and I said, we're going to have a corny cornhole mixer. Because <laughs> the first night of the event, we always do either a potluck or a mixer to get everybody together. So if the rally's 150 or less trailers, we'll do a potluck. If it gets more than that, it gets pretty obnoxious, and we do more of a mixer, like cocktail appetizer. mixer appetizers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we told, so that morphed into, you got to bring a corn-inspired dish, which seems like, oh, this is going to be awful, and we had no idea what we were, we just had to, I dreamed this up, so we had to make something up. It was fantastic. I mean, there is a lot you can make with corn. Everything, honestly. cornbread to corn, I mean, Chowder. just anything you could dream of was there, and it was really good. And it was really fun. So today, or last year, we um, some guys came up and they said, hey, do you know there's a pickleball court over there? Can we do pickleball lessons? 
absolutely i mean that's you know if you're going to do it that's even better so then i said oh we need a food theme so this year it's pickles so the theme is i got pickled at pismo and oh my gosh, we are that. doing grilled hot dogs nice hot dogs and buns and everything so you can put relishes and things and you know you can bring everything from a pickly potato salad to a deviled egg to a i'm envisioning bloody mary's a pickled egg crust. oh everything <laughs> you know? we've got pickled eggs i'm sure somebody will bring pickled pig's feet i mean i yeah we, it will be everything but so now this year the theme is uh pickles and the t-shirts are i got pickled at pismo that and, is awesome. Um, That's so much fun. It's pickleball and it's we pickles. Have, we have um, Omar. He like made his bike look like a corn on the cob. Like seriously, that's they like came how, dressed as corn. That's how creative. I was going to show you some pictures if I could find them, but these people are very artistic. Like a lot of our people actually work in Hollywood as set design, as mm -hmm. art, makeup artists, because they are just very very artistic creative they're just out of this world kind of yeah we at the one of our friends a couple of weeks ago at a rally said you know how you always have that one friend that's just a little bit crazy <laughs> he goes that's all these vintage camper trailer people camping together we're all those one people that are our we're the strange one in the group yeah. and then we're all camped together oh that's and so fun it's kind of true so I, I love that you embrace that and you just roll with it. Oh my! Like, yeah, we yeah. got some characters. <laughs> yeah, we have some characters. It's super fun. Makes oh. it, but it makes it that makes it work honestly. And I'm sure that you know, and it also takes the vision, and it takes someone to put that vision into practice. That's also not, you know, it sounds like you have a lot of things planned. You have a lot of like activities and things, but you're not prescriptive. You're not like. You know, you're like, okay. And my joy is seeing that all come together because I, I have, I have the vision in my head, but then it's yes. all got to happen. And, and fortunately, I would say 90 plus percent of the time it, it works. And sometimes. Because our people play along with his ideas. You know, yeah. they, they, no, they might run with it. They oh, yeah. run with it. Clearly. Yeah, they do clearly. <laughs> we just went to another guy's rally that we actually just absorbed into our system. And, and it was one of the best rallies we've ever been to. And him and I were standing off to the side watching the evening's events unfold and how special it was. And he says, I'm just as surprised as you are. I just showed up because I had no idea because somebody else in the group said, hey, I'll take control of this thing and I'll plan it. And so, you know, Caroline and I, the two of us can't entertain 600 people for a weekend without help. People have to pitch yeah, in. Yeah, for sure. And uh, one of the funniest things, here's, here's a freebie for the podcast is uh, a Mrs. Roper party they had and everybody came dressed as Mrs. Roper and the men and the moo -moo's, women and men the and women and the whole and everybody afro was Mrs. wigs and, and moo moos. It was oh one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And we've done some great stuff at our rallies, but this rally people really do that what's special about the Buellton rally is people chip in and they do stuff like that. Yeah. All throughout the park. There's stuff going on three things at a time because they all chip in and take take control of something and and that's a really great way to do a rally to where the the wagon master isn't just killing himself the yeah. whole time to try to entertain 600 people i feel like that, that a lot of people that i know that do events like this most of the people i know do like music events and it, there's just high burnout so um yeah it, having having a group of people to help you out having people yeah and i feel like most most people that in the RV community like want to do something. They, they do. They want a job. They want a role. They want it. They want something to do. We so. quit doing potlucks for a while. We thought, eh, potlucks. Half the people want to come. Half the people don't want to come. But you know what? The half people that want to come love it, and they come. And half the people that don't like a potluck don't come, and they don't. It's, yeah. And you that's know, they don't we... throw rocks at you or anything. That's just not their thing. Mm -hmm. And so now we're back to doing potlucks because some people really, really like that. Yeah. They like that, and so. We have definitely tried to tell our people there's no rules. Like, you don't have to do every crazy thing we think up. We are here to have a good time. You know, if you can't make it to something, mm -hmm. yeah, we're not keeping. We're Some not people keeping go, well, the, the cornhole's starting at one, and this is starting at two, and how am I going to get back? And bingo's at three, and 
we're not expecting you're going to be able to do, do everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Pick, pick a couple of things that you like. And, and some people do do everything. They so it try. is very much a personality type. Yes. Who wants to? But there's yeah. a lot of fun ownership in our community of people that want to do different things. Do you, do you, has there been any issues with the personality clashes? along the way <laughs> maybe so, i don't maybe i shouldn't bring that up we'll, we'll, we'll change the names to protect the innocent no, but, but what's so funny is that it's the same thing in texas as we were talking we're to another because we were talking to ethan and and the uh-huh the texas Shelley. crew yeah and they have they were naming names of people we don't know that they like we cannot put them next to each other well we have our people you can not put them next to each other we just know yeah and there's no fisticuffs but there's definitely a little bit of uh personality, personality clashes. clashes you know so and, it's pretty funny and it's funny it's it's good that you recognize that and you're like okay i'm gonna try to just mitigate the circumstances like we just do. try to oh we yeah. do i totally and and the, the fun for a lot of people is to be with their friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put you with your friends. I mean, our goal is to have fun, not to make this torture. I mean, I'm not going to put you up on the hill next to the person you hate yeah. and try yeah. to teach you a lesson. Mm-hmm. You're too old. You know, you can't teach old dogs new tricks, you know. <laughs> so we definitely. We have a little bit of that. It's yeah. hilarious, though. And for Paul and I, we get along with, there's very, very few people that we have ever had any that just well at least we don't think very many people dislike us most but. of the time you know if you have a troublemaker we found and, and we're we've rode through bad park managers and you know there's good and bad of those mm-hmm. and, and um but most of the people that are i don't know i, I trouble okay, i'll maybe. say tr- no, no no i just mean that are a problem you know come and they're complaining or they're you know it's whatever they kind of weed themselves out. They don't like us any more than, you know, and, and those are so few and far between um, that they don't keep coming and torturing. Well, some do, a couple do, I can think of it. But for the most part, you know, it's not their thing. They realize that they're, you know, and so we don't have a lot of that. It's, it's much more of a tight-knit community than I would have ever imagined. I mean, I always said, before we did this, I had my high school buddy and and the guy that when I used to drink, we used to go out and party together. And those were my two friends. And I mean, that was literally kind of my circle. And we just weren't really that social, I guess, or whatnot. But now, literally, we know people all over the country and, you know, could pull in anywhere. And I mean, Ethan showed up and brought me a trailer this weekend to stay in. So we yeah. had a brake fall apart on, on the way home from the last event we were going so we had to take the tire off blah 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 you just deal with it but we someone pulled in pulled right beside and made sure tools, everything was on on the road again before they took off so it is and we and we had just stopped to help someone right before <laughs> yeah. that happened to us so it nice. is it is that kind of a group it's so cool it's so cool okay well as we're kind of winding up here um, you know, you're talking about these bigger visions of kind of where you're going. Obviously, Dimfo wanted you here in Waco and, mm-hmm. pulled, you know, had you add this to your roster mm-hmm. of places. Um, where where do you think you're going in the future? And at some point, are you going to be like, we can only do so many a year? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been there for a long time, but I'm married to a dreamer, so we have battles. It's all got to be on the table at the yeah. beginning of the year. Yeah. Well, we, we definitely think that we've got the lineup that we've spent 10 years building in California to where we're settled. We're back to having big parks. We went through a couple of rough years losing sites, a lot of it with COVID. Mm. with the homeless, with the big fires up by us, people were being displaced and oh, they were yeah. converting parks into full-time things. Oh, and so we were losing sites and turning people away faster than we could find big enough campgrounds. And so we feel really good about where California is at right now. And now we've floated out this idea of what we've done here at Waco. And next year we're doing it at Zephyr, Zephyr Hills in Florida, where we're, we're coming out and we're doing some rallies. So we're kind of testing that model a little bit. And then um, my bigger vision to do something bigger is to coordinate with like the other groups in this area and do something real big at a property like this with a lot of the different vintage Airstreams and and vintage trailers and even the Van Life guys, the uh, Van Expo guys, and and maybe just do just a big camping event 
but with each club each doing its own yeah. thing. And so maybe maybe Wednesday night is the Airstream Club. They're going to do bongos and and beer or something, you know, whatever it is. I and, love these things. And, yeah. And, oh, yeah, I could bore you to death. With, we could do a whole thing Caroline's rolling her eyes. You cannot She's heard see. them all so many times. But um, So that would be the other vision is to just be the... Because of our contacts and things with a lot of different factions in the club, yeah. is not to come out here and necessarily do rallies in Texas per se, but maybe just be that ringleader to bring together some of the people that I know from all over the country that do events and do it all together. Let's just pick a weekend and do it all together and all of us be here. And mm -hmm. I, I love to go see what the band guys are doing. You know, yeah. or the airstream it's guys. Not, it's kind of like boat shows, like the really big, like maybe Annapolis or in Cannes or Cannes, however you pronounce it. Yeah. And um, in France, but where you know you, you can, you've got the the catamaran section, you have the monoholes, you've got the performance, you've got the you know, but everyone yeah. kind of has their section, and you. Can but we're all of, doing boats. You're all doing boats, yeah. and you're all able to like go, you know, walk we're all, around. We're and all camping. Around. We're just yeah. doing it in different vehicles, mm -hmm. and so why not get together and like like I go to van shows for one, I want a van. And for two, you just learn a lot about, or, or with new airstreams, you learn a lot about space usage and That's you know it. those things we can put into our vintage trailers. Um, you know, solar is the same whether it's on a 2023 mm -hmm. airstream or a 56 Kinskill. It's the same solar. So that would be my, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. To wrap it up, he is always dreaming. Yes. Bigger, and someday we'll retire. This we never. Never. I don't think that's going to happen. It'll we, just... we camp for a living. We don't need to retire. Exactly. I was going to say. <laughs> more no... balance. More because, balance. Because I was like, okay, you know, I guess I'm a dreamer too. Because I'm like, okay, I want the, the camper van, but I want to have it rigged this time so I could be off grid. And I yeah. don't have to rely on parks and like really do it upright. But then I also have in my future rich life, which may never happen, but I want to do a catamaran living like boat living and i want to take like miami to bahamas and and do it cruise it myself so i'm learning sailing right now um for you. because i've got at least 10 15 years before i can afford this so <laughs> i've got plenty of time, time. i've got plenty of time to learn well I'm, I'm glad i don't have the boat itch so i'll stick to my trailers and vans i don't think i do the boat full time i think i just like to be able to charter I, a bit mm, yeah i'm not a boat guy i, I, can... I love water I do too. I love the water. Yeah. And the beach. Yeah. And the ocean. I love all the things. We live in such a great world where we can go visit and do all these things. And like, that's the one thing I love about camper life where no matter what vehicle you're in, we have all these highways, all these places, just the United States alone has so many unique places to look, to see and visit. And like, I couldn't even, two years of circumnavigating didn't even scratch any kind of surface with all the places I wanted to really go to. We, so. we think that all the time. In fact, driving out here to Texas, or not driving, driving from the airport because we flew in, but um, driving around this area, it looks just like home out here. I mean, it's amazing how similar mm -hmm. this is to home because a lot of the places we go seem pretty different. You know, if you're yeah. in the Blue Ridge Mountains or in South Carolina, or, it's pretty different. And this this is much more homey than most places we go for us, just for what we're used and to. And have you had a chance to go to the Hill Country? Yeah. Not yet. No. That is a check out open air resort. They actually have Spartans that you can rent to stay in there at their at their RV park. It's in Spicewood. That's one of the first places I stayed. Um, but Hill Country is all the wine, all the people. It's gorgeous. Nice. The windy hills. I think Simpo has another property there. Don't I think it's in, in Braunfels, New Braunfels. Yes, exactly. Like in New Braunfels. Yeah. Yep. That's the problem. We talk about doing these things, but for us, retirement. When you ask us what retirement looks yeah. like, it would be to go and stay. So okay, we go do a rally, and then we get to stay for another week. We don't have to rush home. Yes. Because. Scratch the we're barely going to see Waco. We're going to go to dinner tonight. That's the first time we're going to be out of the camp. Right? Yeah. You know, and then we're going home. And then you got to so, Yeah. So for us, retirement would be able to stay and enjoy the area. That's absolutely. I think, honestly, like my non my non rich real life, um, <laughs> retirement is being able to go travel but not be working all day long, being able to actually go take hikes during the day, being able to go spend longer periods of time exploring or gunk holing, like we call it boat life, where you just poke in and out of places. And just, right. um, I think that was the hardest part for me was I would do a lot of travel in, on the weekend and then be working during the week. And so people would be like, oh, 
you know, I went to great places, but they'd be like, oh, did you see this? Did you go do this? Did you see this? Right. Like, nope. Because <laughs> right. it's nighttime and then there's Dottie and like, I can't go, you know. Well, so yeah. the reason we're here this weekend is because this is the only weekend we had. We are on a five or six rallies in seven weeks run right now. Mm -hmm. So One we, we had to fly in and we have to fly out. The only reason we have to go back is because we got to do it again next week. So but otherwise, it's I mean, no, it's good. It I'm is. not complaining. It's, we are so blessed. And mm -hmm. we just but I would have stayed longer. Yeah, so. for sure. And we, and I mean, I fell in love with the people in Texas. What great, kind, just inviting people. Yeah. I mean, really gracious people. Yeah, it's really, it's, we, it's a special country we have here yes. in Texas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh yes. my gosh. Well, um, this has been such a great chat and thanks for like, um, putting up with all the, the audio, trying to get ourselves set up. We, I, I had originally set up us up across from a pool with all these screaming kids. And so <laughs> and Dottie, trying to keep her settled. Try, yes, Dottie. So, Dottie well, has not moved. She hasn't. She is so good. Well, Paul, Paul and Caroline, um, wishing you all the best for your last rally this year. Um, and all your travels, hopefully, Next year, I'll be in touch with you, so maybe I can do uh, something come out, more. Come out to South Lake Tahoe. That's really what I want to do. Okay, I was I was waiting for that. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So South Lake Tahoe. I'll gonna... talk with you. I'll talk to Ethan. I'll yeah. be like, send me a trailer. And Sam, <laughs> Sam Demas is good too. If you're close, that's a little easier to get to from here. We have a lot of people come out from Texas and Arizona and New Mexico because it's Southern California, and so that's another really fantastic, it's a British invasion theme this year, so we've got the Beatles band. And, oh my gosh, and, I love it. Uh, now what time of year, when is this? That's First May. First weekend of April. April. Of April. See, I'm the numbers. Plenty mm -hmm. of time, good, yes, this is good. Yeah. I will definitely be in touch, that would be such and a South blast. South Lake Tahoe in the fall. So those, first, those are a couple that there's September still space in. Yeah. It's like South Lake Tahoe. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, how can people find you best so it's just vintage camper trailers plural trailers is plural and it's uh vintage camper trailers.com uh vintage camper trailers on instagram and that's the and main they can find your rally website. I think your website. trailer fest yeah. rally trailer fest rally you can okay. find all the events that we host okay it's called trailer fest rally.com okay yeah. and i've seen your website has a lot of information not just the magazine, there's listings of trailers. There's, yeah. I mean, it's really a rabbit hole that I warn you. I warn you, listeners, <laughs> once you go there, you're going to be sucked in for a little while. Hopefully. It's, yeah, it's amazing. I'll check my stats. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. For being on a booking trip. Thank you. You can find Flipping Dreams Podcast anywhere you love to listen to podcasts, or you can find us on RogueMediaNetwork.com. You can also find me on my social media, Facebook at Heather Renee May, on Instagram at underscore every day is May, or on my website at Heather Renee May.com. That's Heather R-E-N-E-E-M-A-Y.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.